calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Greetings, adventurers. Today we're excited to introduce you to a new story. Dark Dice, a horror podcast that blurs the line between actual play and audio drama, where the story is determined by the roll of the dice. Six adventurers embark on a journey into the ruinous domain of the Nameless God. They will never be the same again. One of the players is now what they seem after a doppelganger, a creature that can assume the form and voice of whatever it kills, infiltrates the team. As the players are picked off and replaced one at a time, can they figure out who the monster is before it's too late? Can you? Here's a quick example of what our show sounds like. The, uh, shambler with the jar of liquid inside of him. Soren Arkwright let loose an arrow that cracked the glass, passing through the spine of the creature. The shambler still managed to maintain its forward momentum, but stumbled as it eagerly tried to bite and swipe at Soren, landing near his feet. As Jeff Goldblum has now joined our cast, Dark Dice is available however you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody? It's Noah Daniels here. We're here for another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. And I'm JJ Crable, and our guest this week is our friend Kayla. Uh, why don't you go Hi. ahead and introduce yourself, Kayla? Hi, my name is Kayla. I have a basketball game tomorrow. Awesome. <laughs> Just kidding. Do you know that vine? <laughs> no, no. I, I do not know that vine. <laughs> uh, hey, my name is Trey. I have a basketball game tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, if you love that vine, please email us at realhauntingspodcast at gmail.com and send us a link to that vine because now I'm curious. Awesome. And Kayla, you are a uh, firm believer in ghosts. Is that right? Yes, I have had some encounters. And are these, you've had multiple encounters or uh, just one? Well, I've actually had multiple encounters with the same ghost. Oh, that's like a real relationship. Yeah, it was like exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, uh, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about your ghost and I I guess your first encounter. Yeah, so I moved into my first apartment in college. So I was moving in with two friends and we were kind of, you know, viewing different apartments, trying to decide which complex to build, which apartment. We narrowed in on the complex, but the leasing officer was asking us, do you want to be upstairs or downstairs? And we said, well, we would prefer downstairs. And he said, well, we do have one downstairs just open, but just so you know, the tenant who was living there just died in the apartment. And we were like okay he was like no no crimes happened there's nothing to she she lived there for like 12 years she was just elderly um but i do want to let you know that she died in the apartment some people have turned it down because of that i understand if you want to turn it down 
but we viewed it and everything seemed fine. So we moved in. Um, I was in the master bedroom. We did like the thing, like whoever gets the master with like the bathroom in the room pays a little extra. I was paying a little extra to be in the room. That's fair. But I was in the room where the lady died. And so my theory, because the roommates never saw her, um, is that she was like mad at me for taking her room or maybe she was like mad at me for like having my boyfriend in the room. I don't know why she chose me, but I'm the only one that saw her. So your your roommates never had any encounters in this uh, apartment? No, it was like it either happened when they weren't there or like what happened late at night when everyone was gone. Um, but the first one that like really sold me on like, okay, something's weird here happened when I was the only one at home. They... Do you want to hear about it? Yeah, please, please tell us about it. <laughs> okay, so our kitchen was U-shaped. Um, so imagine like, you know, we've got two long sides and a short side in the middle. So one of the long sides was the side with the sink. Um, the short middle part was where the stove was, and then the other long side that you was the refrigerator. And so I was standing at the sink doing dishes, because it was college, we didn't have a dishwasher. Um, and I was using the, like, um, dish brush where you can screw the cap off the end and, like, squirt your soap inside and then put the cap back on and the soap, like, automatically comes out of the brush head. So it had run out of soap while I was working, so... I unscrewed the cap, and I put it down on the counter beside me. And so in one hand, I had the brush where I needed to fill it up. And in the other hand, I was holding the bottle of dish soap. So I was, like, in the middle of filling it. Both of my hands are completely full. And the cap to the brush flew off the countertop so hard that it hit the refrigerator behind me and rolled all the way back to me. Okay, this is like the first time we've had like a poltergeist. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's really scary. <laughs> so were you, uh, did you see the cap like fly off of the counter or you like heard it and looked over and you saw it on the floor? I saw it, but like I thought that maybe I had tapped it with, I don't know, my elbow or something, but I wasn't anywhere close to it. It was like beside me, away from my body. And I heard it hit the refrigerator and then roll back to me. So it wasn't like a boop, I accidentally knocked this off. It was like a forceful all the way across the room and back. Interesting. And what was what was your reaction to this happening? Um, I was super freaked out. And the sink was actually right by the kind of back door to the apartment. So I like threw the brush down and like ran outside and just like stood and looked in the window. Like, I don't know, thinking maybe there was someone in there. Um, but after that, I, like, came back in, and I, like, didn't go back in the kitchen all day because I was just like, what the hell was that? And when this... It really freaked me out. When this happened, did you believe that ghosts were a possibility? Or were you uh, also a, a ghost skeptic at that time? Um, I was skeptic leaning towards thinking it was possible so I grew up super religious so I always thought like the ghosts probably weren't a thing but then I had a really cool teacher in high school my senior year that um had a really cool ghost encounter where she was um she had like a really weird medical problem as a teenager and 
she was actually written about in a bunch of medical books. And so she told us about that experience and how she went to go visit this doctor who was like in this old building uh, that had a bunch of ghosts where people had like died in like a hospital or whatever. So anyway, she told us all about that. And it was just so vivid and real that I think I was like hearing on the side of like, okay, she wouldn't lie to us. I really respect her. Um, so I was kind of like a skeptic, but I think I was probably leaning on the side of like, okay, this is real and I'm open to it if it's real. <laughs> and then did this experience push you more towards that, like, you know, uh, accepting belief of like, yeah, this, this was a ghost or were you still a little skeptical after this happened? Well, it was like the only way I could explain what happened. So even though I was like, I don't know, I was like, just all the details of like the tenant before us dying in there. She lived there for so long. This was like her home, even though it was an apartment. Like I was nowhere near that brush cap. Like it, it was just felt like it was the only plausible explanation. And how long had you been living in the? Oh, sorry. I just wanted to go back real quick. How long had you been living in the apartment when that uh, happened? Probably like two or three months at that point. Okay. And did you tell your roommates about this experience? I did. And they, I think they were kind of more like, oh, I bet you just knocked it off the counter. And I was like, well, I definitely didn't. Uh, But since they weren't there, it was kind of hard to like convey that it didn't just like knock off. It like really flew off of there with force. I feel like if someone else was there to see it, they'd be like, okay, I get it. But otherwise it's kind of hard to like understand how like bizarre it was. And just to cover all our bases, you didn't like have like a window open and maybe there was like a gust of wind that came and knocked it off or... No, no windows open, no doors open, no fans or anything like that. Just me doing dishes. (laughs) No wild cat that could have knocked it off. (laughs) No animals in the building. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Wow. So what was the, the, you said that you had three experiences, is that correct? Yeah, I had a few. So the other big one was... um, at night, my roommates were there. I actually didn't remember this until we started talking. Um, but I was feeling really sick, and I was, like, having a hard time going to sleep. So I was out in the living room watching TV, and I got up to walk to the kitchen to get a glass of water. And on the way, you could see, like, all the way down the hallway that led to, like, the bathroom and the three bedrooms. So straight down the end of the hallway was my room and as I was looking at the door um and it was cracked where I had left it the door shut um with no one in the room and no one um like in the hallway it was just me looking down the hallway walking back towards the kitchen so you were walking down the hallway and the door that you were facing it just slammed shut yeah I wouldn't say it slammed because there wasn't like a whole lot of door to close. It was kind of cracked a few inches, but it definitely shut on its own. And had anyone else in the house opened a door somewhere else? Because I know sometimes that happens where you like open one door and then it like causes another door to shut somewhere else in the house. 
No, it was probably like three or four in the morning, and they were both asleep with their doors shut. My other roommates. Huh. Oh, man. And at any point, did you that, call out to the ghost and try to communicate? No, because I was really freaked out. Now, if it happened to me like now, I probably would be like, hey, what's going on? This is my house now. Get out. But <laughs> at the time, I was really freaked out. And I remember, like, I didn't even go in the kitchen to get water after that happened. I just, like, sat back down on the couch and was, like, taking deep breaths. Like, what happened? What happened? What happened? It wasn't, like, I didn't have the wherewithal to be, like, hello, lady, I don't mean any harm. I was just freaking out and breathing hard. (laughs) And what was the time span between the first instance to this one? Um, It's hard to say because this happened in, like, 2006. Um, This is a while, while ago. But, I mean, they, I didn't have one even, like, every month, let's say. Like, we lived there for a whole year, and I think I had, like, three or four instances. So there were probably, like, weeks in between, you know, stuff happening. Did you ever try calling the emergency maintenance line to see if they could help you? No. Should I have? (laughs) They might have had a ghost hunter connect or something, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It was Alabama, so maybe maybe there's. Like a werewolf hunter. <laughs> if any state has uh, like an institutionalized ghost hunter maintenance request, it's probably Alabama. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna call my friends who still live there and be like, "Hey, check this <laughs> out for me." <laughs> oh, so your your friends still live in that apartment? Oh no, not in that apartment. But I do still. Oh, have okay, but still in Alabama. <laughs> Yeah, that, that'd be a real commitment from 2006. Yeah, I was like, man, they did not move on from college. Good for you for getting out, you know? Okay, so we've got the ghost. Push the cap off of the kitchen counter. Shut your door. It, were they all, like, uh, the ghost, like, moving something? Or was there ever, like, do you think the ghost ever tried to communicate with you? Yeah, the other ones were more noises. Like, I'd be in my room, um, maybe, like, studying in the middle of the day or watching something on my computer, um, and I would hear noises. It sounded like they were coming from the wall. But it always came from the wall that um, was, like, an outside wall. So it, it couldn't be, like, a roommate on the other side in their room. It was always the wall that, like, led to outside and so I would look out the window to see if there was someone out there, um, and there was never anybody there. So there's always noises. It sounded like, not, I don't want to say like clanking, because that's like such a stereotypical like <laughs> ghost word, but it sounded like just something moving in the walls. Um, but it was like pretty sporadic, and it always happened um, like during the day. I don't know if it happened at night while I was sleeping or what, but I would notice them, like, coming from the same spot, like, every so often. And, like, you describe it as something moving within the wall. Did it sound like kind of like a a heavy thud coming from the wall or more like, like scratching or anything like that? Yeah, a thud is probably the best word to describe it. And would it just be all over the apartment or was it one specified place that that would happen? Yeah, it only happened in my room. Uh, I never heard it, like, in the living room where we would, like, hang out together or in the kitchen. I always just heard it on that, like, outside wall in my room. Hmm. 
And I know that uh, you said you had a boyfriend that would come over sometimes. Did he uh, ever experience this too? No, not really. But we also spent like a fair amount of time at his house. It wasn't like our house was like the exclusive hangout. So no, I don't think he ever was there when any of this stuff happened. Did he believe you when you told him about it? Um, I mean, maybe. <laughs> um, he didn't say he outright didn't believe me, but I think he was kind of skeptical. And have you had any ghost experiences since you left the apartment? Um, well, we have kind of like a ghost at my parents' house, but not with the apartment lady. So you have another another ghost uh, where your parents live? Yeah, they live out in like a rural area where they fought like Civil War stuff, and we think we have the soldier. Oh no. <laughs> do, okay, do you know what side he fought on? <laughs> A Confederate soldier. Oh, uh-oh, you got a racist I'm sorry, ghost. It sounds so, it sounds so <laughs> So now, how do you know that there's a ghost in your parents' house? So my sister and I both saw the same guy. Oh, you saw it? Yeah. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah, so uh, after college, I moved back and I was living with my parents, and my sister um, was also living there at the time. And we both independently saw um, when we were like at the top of the staircase uh, going down to the first level, um, saw this man in like a gray uniform and a big um, mustache standing at the bottom of the stairs. So like we both saw him in the same spot. Inside um, the house. Inside the house. Oh, geez. And was he fully formed or was it kind of translucent? What did he look like? I mean... I guess translucent, but not like, you know, oh, I can see straight through this. But, like, you could easily make out, like, dark hair, dark mustache, like, the uniform. Um, But I only ever saw that one time. And um, my sister says that she, you know, saw it a couple more times. But for me, it was only the the once. How did he take the news that he lost the war? (laughs) He was just, like, ready to go again, you know? He's like, bring it. Let's do this again. <laughs> Still holding on to those grudges. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, dude, no, give it up. It's time to let go. <laughs> <laughs> That's what's keeping him from passing on. I know. Probably. Honestly, I thought it was stupid. But then I was like, oh, no, he doesn't know. No one told him. <laughs> <laughs> you showed him a cell phone and he was just like, fuck this. I'm getting out of here. So what... <laughs> What happened when you saw him? Did did you run away? Did he vanish or run away or, or float away? <laughs> it was honestly one of the... It was felt like a movie where I'm like, I blinked a couple times. Like, am I really seeing this? Um, and then it was gone. Wow. And so you're... The only thing that I feel like gave validity to it was the fact that my sister and I independently, like, saw the same thing. Yeah. That and, is pretty nuts when, like... I don't know. I think there's a lot of times where people like just kind of see something out of their the corner of their eye and like their brain just kind of like puts puts a pattern on it. And so maybe that explains a lot of ghost sightings, but it's it's hard to explain in a way if it's like two different people seeing the same thing. I don't know like how 
like what an explanation for that is and is your sister is she uh, does she believe in ghosts or what did she make of the experience yeah 100 she's a true believer and it and she saw um, the guy with the mustache the the same description yeah wow mm-hmm. so is this are the... you guys familiar with the writer uh sylvia brown who's kind of been like discredited as a psychic no i'm not familiar with no her. i don't think so well, she, like, in the 90s and, like, early 2000s was on the Montel Williams show a lot, and she would, like, be a psychic and, like, a medium to connect um, audience members to people that had passed, and she's kind of been discredited as being a liar in the years since, but my sister used to be, like, full-on, like, a Sylvia Brown fangirl, mm. and so she's, like, a 100%, like, full on I believe in like ghosts and spirits and like people waiting to pass to the other side so like if she had just told me about that experience I would be like you're like not so that didn't happen but since we both saw the same thing I feel like that kind of gives more validity to it knowing because like I mentioned my teacher from high school she said that her theory was that you, if you don't believe, you won't see it. But if you do believe, they'll show themselves to you. Does that sound crazy? No, we've heard that from from quite a few of our guests, actually, that you kind of have to be open to to the experience. So Yeah, because yeah, they don't want to scare you or mess with you. And so if you don't believe, they don't want to scare you, and they're not going to show themselves to you. But if you're open to it, then they will. And yeah. I, I kind of, that's how I choosing to believe it this time <laughs> i call that the santa claus theory <laughs> all yeah. right i won't like that kayla was this a, the same house that you grew up in no it wasn't okay cool and do you know if any of the previous people that had lived in that house had seen ghosts uh we moved into we're the first people to live oh, wow. in that house that's always interesting to me when it's a new house and there's a ghost there it's like Makes you wonder, is he buried under that house or, you know? Well, that's the thing. So my parents live in Paulding County and it's um, basically right on top of like the Pickett's Mill area where they had like a big Civil War battle. Hmm. And so that's why it like wasn't super far-fetched to me to be like, oh, this man is breaking 1800 <laughs> or whatever. Um because I was like, oh, yeah, we're, like, basically on top of Pickett's Mill. There's, like, signage all over the place, like, talking about the importance of that battle of the Civil War and stuff. One thing that we've had um, a lot of guests talk about when they've experienced ghosts is that they've, they've felt a certain way. Uh, you know, I don't know if that's intuition or what, but, you know, they felt cold or they just had very bad vibes. Did you feel any certain way in any of these ghost experiences? I mean, I was scared when it was happening when I was by myself in my apartment in college. Uh, but it was also, like, my first time living alone. Or not really alone, but, you know, it was, like, my first time out of the house. I just think, like, anything that was out of the ordinary, I was like, oh, I'm terrified by that. Um, I never felt like I was in danger or that something wanted to harm me. I never really felt cold or anything, but it definitely was just, like, a scary experience because it was like always catching me off guard um but no i never you know felt a chill or anything it's interesting it's i always find it fascinating the similarities and the differences between all these ghost stories you know 
Yeah, it kind of like, um, you know, it all, I mean, science is, you know, about uh, being able to repeat things and have the same conditions. And so it, it almost like adds a little bit of, I, I don't want to say it adds scientific validity to it because obviously there's like so many other uh, factors at play and there's, it'd be great if there was like a, a ghost lab or something where you could just like simulate uh, the conditions needed for a ghost sighting and study it. But, you know, it does add right. a little bit of that, like, you know, why are all of these experiences so common if it's, if it's not? Yeah. Well, as I've gotten a little older, not to get, like, super heavy, but I've gotten really fearful of just dying, and, like, I will have panic attacks when I think about dying, and so I've, like, been therapy about it, so it's, like, to me, it's almost, and I wasn't like this when I had these experiences, but it's almost, like, comforting to think that you're, like, never really gone, and so part of me is kind of like working through this theory of like maybe, you know, they, they say like spirits stick around if they have like unfinished business, but maybe it's just like people that weren't ready or like didn't, you know, they're like, not that they like have unfinished business, but they're just like, you know, if you're willing to hang out with me, I'm willing to hang out with you because I'm just not done yet, you know? And so there's no like malicious intent behind it. There's no like, the, you know, these conditions have to be met. It's just like, hey, you're hanging out where I used to hang out and let's chill together. Yeah, I really like that theory of just, you know, hanging out and chilling with the living and the the dead alike. That that sounds nice to me. Just one big happy <laughs> yeah. coalition. So ghosts, if you're listening and you wanna hang out, I'm here to hang out. Let's let's hang out. See, I like that too, but then we have all these people that come on and tell us about these demons that haunt true, them. True, true, true. There have been some scary ones. Ghosts only come to me if you want to just hang out and chill. Yeah, we are I not. don't want any of your ghost drama. We are not about the D. We just want the ghost. Yeah. You know? <laughs> not about that D. Nope. Well, some people are. Well, that's, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> so, Kayla, are ghosts um, the only supernatural thing that you believe in or does it extend to to other uh entities well like what what are other supernatural things like what are you getting at here well you know there's demons witches aliens well okay i do disagree that aliens are supernatural that is another podcast but i'm here to talk about aliens if anyone wants to talk about aliens (laughs) bonus episode Um, yeah (laughs) I mean, demons, I feel like if there's a bad person that's not, you know, gone to the other side yet, that probably exists. I don't feel like witches are in the same sphere, though, because there are, like, living witches, right? And it's not for me, like, I'm not one, but I feel like there are probably people who honestly are. Right, and when we're we're talking about... When we're talking about witches, we're talking about, like, people who adhere to, like, the the Wiccan religion. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a lot of people who follow that. I don't, do, you, do you believe that, you know, there's people who have powers to, I don't know, cast spells or, or curses? 
Yeah, I do. But I also am like a big believer in intention and just like your intuition. And so do I think that witches do magic? No. Um, but I think if you, like, I almost feel like you can manifest things. Um, and that's like a, a form of, of magic. Um, like, for me, I don't think you're making a potion and like that's making things happen. But I think like manifestation happens and works, um, but I don't think it's magic. You know, it's interesting because a lot of people certainly believe in uh, organized religions, right? That there's good entities and bad. So if they're going to believe in the good entities, not saying that Wiccan or witches are bad entities, but then you would think just by common denominator, there must be a parallel to the good God that they pray to, et cetera, right? So there's, there's got to be some other forces at play. If you're willing to believe in that, why not witchcraft and et cetera? Yeah. I don't know. I'm well, a skeptic me, to all of that stuff. So. <laughs> for me, like, it, witch, witchcraft is like, I don't think that you're casting a spell and making things happen because that does require you to, like, maybe this makes me a hypocrite, but it, it like, requires you to, like, dispel science for a second. Like, but for me, I think that, like, a spell doesn't make things happen but like putting yourself in the right situation makes things happen or like surrounding yourself with the right people makes things happen whereas I don't think you're like out of thin air I will produce this result but it's like I'll put some work in and I'll get that result and to me I think that's like the witchcraft I'm on board with yeah well and I don't even know if you know someone who who identifies as Wiccan I don't like maybe that's also how they would explain what they do I don't I don't know if if people who are Wiccan believe that they're you know I, I don't know if they have like a spell book that they take out and it's it's like witches you see in movies or what so I don't know if you're a Wiccan and you would like to correct all of the things that we are uh, getting wrong about your religion. Um, yes, please, give us please an email or us up on social media. We'd love to hear from you. So please prove me wrong because I probably just offended someone. <laughs> but, but all the Wiccans are up in like... the room. Yeah, we're definitely like, gonna get some curses um, after this episode. <laughs> It's like your coven or whatever, like enough fat bitches get together and like shit happens, you know? No, no doubt about that. Yeah. Watch out for those bad bitches. <laughs> awesome. Are you convinced by uh, Kayla's ghost stories? Huh. Well, I do love the idea of moving into an apartment after somebody's died in it and then having to deal with a poltergeist. Like that's... <laughs> That's so like a fun trope of, I mean, not fun to have to be there to deal with it, but from hearing somebody tell the story or watching that in a TV show or something. Yeah, it feels very Beetlejuicy. Yeah, yeah, I love that. Granted, I'm not there. Two, two parts that make me lean more to believing than not believing is the bottle cap flying across the room. That's pretty wild. That one is pretty crazy but hard the, to explain. Yeah, exactly. And the, the one that really, of course, gets me is the Civil War soldier at the bottom of the stairs. This is the oh, second yeah. time we've had somebody come on and describe a very similar Civil War soldier, right? The, must, yeah. the mustache, the gray. So who knows? Maybe it's the same guy who's just floating around from Paulding to yeah, wherever to Nick Savannah. was. Savannah. Yeah. yeah. You know, but 
And, and again, you know, something, JJ, that, that you bring up often that, that comes up on the podcast, that's another situation where you've had more than one person experience the same paranormal, which yeah. is so bizarre to me. I think maybe the only explanation that is not yeah there was a ghost it was there for that kind of thing is like and i don't know there's some new show on netflix about the the mind and like i don't it's some documentary series which i can't remember what it's called they were talking about how with like eyewitness testimony how it's like so unreliable and how you know like there's accounts of of people uh like being shown a lineup and like maybe the real criminal is there people who've like experienced a really like hard horrible crime uh that you know they have a really really vivid memory of and they see a lineup of people and they pick the wrong person and then the police officers go yeah that's who we thought it was and then that person's memory is just completely warped and like they have that person's face imprinted in their memory even though they didn't do that and so i i don't know if there maybe there's like a similar thing after like a ghost sighting of like hey did you see that it it, like did you see that civil war ghost and then you know maybe that like kind of affects that instant recall of oh yeah that's what that was i don't know kayla does that sound like is that an out there explanation for what happened So it's not like we sit around and talk all the time. It was really just like a passing thing. Like, haha, I feel like I saw a, a ghost at the end of the stairs the other night. And she's like, yeah, me too. And I'm like, no, you didn't. Shut up. And we, as we just talked, like, well, this guy was whatever. It, it just all checked out to be the same. So we kind of like put the pieces together, together. And it wasn't like, yeah, that could have been it. It's yeah. kind of like, oh, no, dang, that was mine too. Man. Yeah, I don't know. That's definitely. But I think that's a totally valid theory, and it sounds super interesting. But it also didn't feel traumatic to me, so I don't think my brain was like trying to protect me in any way. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's that's yeah. That's a really hard story to explain. Um, that like both of you, like, definitely felt like you saw something prior to talking about it with each other and then that those details really did kind of align it's i don't i don't i don't know how you explain that maybe Mm -hmm. maybe it's a ghost i don't know i'm sure if i had been in that situation uh i would probably be a super convinced believer as well it's hard for me to like say i'm not a skeptic hearing something secondhand but yeah i which is why i'm telling you ghosts if you're listening i'm open to hang out and chill for those first-hand experiences. Unless you're trying to give JJ the D. <laughs> no, yeah. And D is for demons. But really, I not, not into any sexual advances in the ghost world. But if any of our listeners have had sex with a ghost, we would love to hear about that. Absolutely. Oh my gosh, I want to let... Tell me when that episode goes live, because I want to hear about it. Oh yeah, for sure. So do we. So do we. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Kayla, before we get you out of here, is there anything you want to plug? Any shows or anything? Um, Be nice to people. Register to vote. 2020 is important. 
Hell yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. You guys are so cool. It's awesome that you're doing this. Thank you for having me. It was fun. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Well, I'm Noah Daniels. And I'm JJ Crable. It's another episode of the Real Hauntings podcast. Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests where we talk about all sorts of topics, and sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot-button issues, and it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.